Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, on a Friday. We made it good, sir. Um, I hate to start off the conversation with a bit of bad news, but waking up this morning uh, hearing about the loss of Demarius Thomas. The kid was just 33 years old. A horrific tragedy. Very sad story indeed. Found him passed away at his home yesterday. Only 33. Just retired earlier this year. Apparently it is a medical issue, but hey, that's that's a shame regardless of age. And not just, uh, not just Demarius Thomas, but Al Unser. Four-time Indianapolis 500 winner passing away. His is the age of 82, but Still, these are sad notes of really significant sports individuals passing yeah. from the scene. Hate to hate to see those be the first thing you read on a Friday. You wake up, you're like, it's Friday, and then you read those, and you're like, damn. Well, give me some good news. Chiefs game. What are the uh, guys in Vegas saying about the odds versus the Raiders? Actually, they've lowered them a little bit. It's now the Chiefs by. It, of course, it depends on the book you're playing. Highest was nine and a half. Now it's down to about eight, but the over/under remains about forty-eight on this one. So the the smart money guys are thinking that, hey, perhaps the Chiefs will get the big lead early and then hold on and just play conservative football the way they have in the past. And we'll we'll see what happens. I don't really think Kansas City's going to have any trouble in this one. They beat the Raiders forty-one to fourteen out in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, and. Really look for something of the same thing this time. I hope they. I hope they're 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 doing exactly what you say. They get out, quick jab, maintain the game, don't risk any injuries because, like you said, we don't have a whole lot of time between this Sunday and next Thursday when the Chiefs then have to get on a plane, go back out to LA, and face off with another AFC West rival. And the thing I'm also scared about is that some of these guys will be looking past this Sunday at that game because of what happened earlier this season. Do not do that. I don't think so. These are these are professional athletes. They're playing them at a game at a time. And don't forget, the other team the Chiefs are playing also only has that three and a half days rest. The difference is they're at home. That's the Los Angeles Chargers. That'll be that'll be a tough tough ball game for both teams. The Chiefs get the Raiders this Sunday, and the Chargers get the New York Giants. Well, no game is easy in the NFL. But the Giants really are offensively challenged. They can't do anything. So the Chargers should win that one. And that sets up a big game on Thursday night. And the Chiefs have always played well on Thursday night. It's going to be a big, big Thursday night football game, which we will definitely be at Coyotes. Adobe Cafe, a.k.a. Arrowhead South for that game. Do not miss out on that. So, Jury Lady Panthers had a bunch of kids in their stands yesterday for the uh, school day. And it looks like they gave them a show. Well, they did. Harris Stowe out of St. Louis is not very good and hasn't been good for years. And the Drury Lady Panthers are pretty good. They're nationally ranked number three in America. Drury 103, Harris Stowe 46. So plenty of scoring on the part of the Drury Lady Panthers who wrapped one up big. Now, their next game is a week from tomorrow on the 18th of December, and on that one, they're playing Michigan Tech here in town. Michigan Tech is a whole lot better than Harris Stowe by a long shot, but still, this is a good Drury Lady Panthers team, and hey, more power to them. They're a very good outfit. And it looked like they had a lot of uh, fun in that building yesterday with all those kids <laughs> in there, and you were right when they were when I was watching the coverage of it. It was loud. Oh my goodness, snakes alive. So you've got a busy dance card this weekend, my man. you got uh, Lady Bears tonight, and the uh, Bears are back out on the court tomorrow. Lady Bears game is a very big one tonight on a national scale. It's Missouri coming in, and the Lady Bears in Missouri play every year. It's a home-and-home one year here, which is this year, uh, tonight as a matter of fact, and then next year they'll go back up to Columbia again into the 
uh, Mizzou Arena to play. Uh, the Lady Bears have had some success against Missouri, but this is a very good Mizzou team that comes in here. Women's basketball is going through something of a change. I watched the omnipotent Connecticut team play last night. This is the Connecticut Lady Huskies, who prior to last night had won 240, get this, 240 consecutive games against uh, unranked opponents. That means not in the top 25. Last night, that streak came to an end. Georgia Tech beat them in Atlanta, and that is a major surprise. The Connecticut team is missing their top player and several others, and they're not at the same level they have been now. (laughs) But if these kids get back in there, then they will be, and that may be a surprise at the end of the season. But right now, and Connecticut lost it big to Georgia Tech last night, end of a 240-game winning streak against unranked opponents. Now, having said that, Lady Bears and Mizzou tonight. Lady Bears have had their way with Missouri over the year. Missouri is coming in off a gallant effort against Baylor last Saturday in Waco, Texas. Baylor's a former national champion. Mizzou took him right to the wire, lost by two, and they'll come in here. They know what they're in for down here. Be a pretty good crowd for women's basketball here. I don't can't guess about how many, but it'll, it'll be a good Friday night turnout. And uh, to see what will be a collision, because these are two good teams, and one of the stars on the Missouri team is Haley Franks mm-hmm. from Stratford. She's a fine player, going against some, I'm sure, people against whom she scrimmages during the year. So uh, it'll be old home week, so to speak, and a good ball game starts at 7 o'clock. Yeah, and then we got the men's back out on the court tomorrow. They play at 3, the guys. And I'll tell you, folks, this is a very good scoring Missouri State basketball team that in the Bears of Dana Ford. Uh, they really walloped Arkansas Little Rock 81-58 to the other night. A good performance all around. And this is with Gage Prim, their star, being a non-factor in the game. Well, they're playing Oral Roberts tomorrow. Oral Roberts is pretty good. I wouldn't call them a Brigham Young, but they are they're up there. They're playing well in the Summit Conference. They're back in the Summit now. And it'll be a tough assignment. That's 3 o'clock, but this Bears team can score. And once they get on a roll, it's pretty tough to cool them off. They were 16 of 32 from three-point range against Arkansas Little Rock. That's unheard of. 50% from three-point range. Yeah, two of four or three of yeah. six. Or maybe even four of eight. But 16 of 32? you got to be on kidding me. On the road, man. too. On the road, Well, too. it all depends on your rhythm and what yeah. you're getting into and where the screens are set and so forth and so on. And But this Bears team can put points on the board. Well, now not just college basketball going on, but we've got the uh, top seeds for the Blue and Gold Tournament that got announced yesterday, and Nixa, number one. They are number one in the Blue Division. Bolivar's number one in the Gold, and of course the two divisions don't play each other. But this will be pretty good basketball. All starts Monday, December the 27th. All the teams will play, both at the JQH Arena and in the Hammond Student Center. It is only going to go on for three days this year because the Christmas and New Year's holiday is on the weekend. Mm -hmm. So the tournament, the Blue Gold, will start on the 27th and conclude with the championships on the 30th, and the same with the Ladies Pink and White Tournament over at Drury. This is wall-to-wall, dawn-to-dusk, and beyond basketball. Basketball fans have to love it. Yeah, except for the kids who are probably thinking, man, all my classmates are on winter break right now, and I'm all living here at a basketball arena. But that's why you do it. Now, last but not least, Chiefs playing a very rare noon game on Sunday against the AFC West rivals, the Raiders. 
And Ned Talk is uh, Bloody Marys and Mimosas at 10. Isn't that odd to say they're playing a rare noon game? This is when most of the teams play. But the Chiefs, it's strange for them. They're playing most of their games at night, prime time, or late in the afternoon, or whatever time most of the TV folks are watching. Of course, down here, that's whenever the Chiefs play. But across the country... But this is a 12 noon kickoff. What is this? Playing at the regular time? <laughs> it's the Chiefs and the Raiders, and they do kick it off at 12. Broadcast, of course, is here, 104.7 The Cave. And the pregame on this station starts at 10 with Ned Talk. Ned Talk runs from 10 to 11. Then the Chiefs pregame show with O. Mitch Holdis and Art Haynes and that entire crew goes from uh, 11 to 12. Then the football game itself, which I think will be rather one-sided, but over and above all that, we do invite you to dial our way right here because this is where the Chiefs action will be. And if you're going up to Arrowhead Stadium, you can uh, check in with the guys at 10 on our 104.7 The Cave app and stream them from there. (laughs) While you're on the scene, if you're going up there, get loud. And if you're down here, you know where to listen. Ned, have a great weekend. Be safe and go Chiefs. And to you too.